Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On today's episode, I want to ask you a question. Should you be an entrepreneur or not? So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram and welcome to Optimize. So it might sound like a funny question, especially in a podcast about being an entrepreneur and about building your dream business and your dream life. But the reality of it is, I think that there are a lot of people that get involved in business from a romantic sense. You know, um, if things at your job aren't going well, if things in the workplace are not going, going well and you don't love what you do, um, there's a fantasy about the idea of working for yourself, making your own rules, you know, um, possibly the prestige of being a CEO and not working for other people. And obviously the ability to have the lifestyle that everybody associates with owning a business and, you know, being able to, to sort of, you know, make your own rules as you go. But, you know, there's a lot uh, to the other side of it also. And it's important that as you're jumping in with both feet, whether or not you are starting out or whether or not you're already in the middle of a going concern, if you have any doubts about your ability, about your passion, about anything else, uh, I want to try to give you a little bit of clarity to help you either get both feet in the boat or maybe jump out of the boat. And um, so I just want to give you a, a sort of a fresh take on it because you know, I've had a couple of businesses and I've been doing um, sort of the entrepreneurial thing for the better part of 20 years. And, you know, I can tell you that, look, all of the positive things, all of the, the carrots, for lack of a better term, are all there. You know, if, if you were able to build your business to a certain level and, you know, you were definitely able to do, you know, control your own schedule and all those other things, you don't have to answer to people and all that. So all those things are definitely potentially there, but they certainly aren't in the beginning and they don't ever get there for some people. And so there's also a lot of the other side of things on the way, uh, you know, on the way up. For, for example, um, you know, one of the things is you need to be able to deal with a high degree of ambiguity. You know, for some people that's fine and for some people it's not. You know, there is no, there is no path. There is no road that you're going to drive on. You are writing the rules and creating it as you go. And sort of the world and the market is your sandbox. So there isn't going to be, I mean, you can get clues from, you know, business coaches or watching what other businesses do and sort of copying that and things like that. But there aren't any hard and fast rules. You know, if you're an accountant, you do the books and that's it right? They tell you, these are the books, we need them done, you're done. You punch the clock, you go in at the beginning of the day, you do your job, you go home at the end of the day, tax season is a little bit harder, you work a lot more hours, but you have a very defined role and job. That's good and it's bad. The good of it is you never have to guess what you need to do. The bad is you're sort of trapped doing the same thing all the time. Business is a complete opposite. There is no start and end there is no defined amount or quantity or job or tasks, but at the same time, you have complete freedom to do whatever you want. And so dealing with that ambiguity is one really big thing. 
Another element of it is is the risk side of it, because you know you you are going to take on all the risk. And when I say risk, I don't necessarily mean financial. You know, a lot of people instantly think about when they think about running a business, all the financial risk. Okay, if you were going to do a franchise and you're going to take out a loan for $150,000 to, you know, start a franchise of some sort. Yeah, you know, that that's a pretty big deal. That's a big financial risk. But in today's day and age with the internet and with all the connectivity, you don't need that element of risk. You know, you can start a home business from your own house with very little capital. But there's another element of risk, and that risk is the opportunity cost of what you could be doing for a career. So if you decide you're going to start a business, you're risking, right, your ability to go out and just earn money for, say, let's just say for three years. Say you run a business for three years. Well, for that three years, you might be bootstrapping stuff, not really making a lot of money, working your tail off, and you're not really making anything, and it could fail. You could end up at a point where you then end up having to go back and get a job or doing something else. You could accrue some debt. Whereas if you had just been working all that time, you would have had a you know better lifestyle during those three years. You'd have more money, you know, and you would have three years of experience at a job. And you certainly wouldn't have the debt that you'd have from the business. So there's there's a risk element there as well. And then, of course, there's the pressure side of it. So the pressure side of it comes from the fact that if you have a job, somebody else signs a paycheck that you cash. And provided the company is solvent, you continue to get paid day in, day out, week in, week out, you know, and you can get paid if you have a bad day. You can get paid if you have a good day. Obviously, you're going to need to have enough good days for, you know, to keep your job. But as long as you do that, you're pretty much protected. You know, you pretty much have a stable income that's coming in. And even if the business itself goes under, if you have a defined skill set, it's pretty easy to take that and go get another job if we're not in a terrible recession. So the fact is, you know, you are getting a, a defined experience, skill set, and everything else. Whereas if you have your own business, you are hunting for your food every single day. You know, you don't make any money unless your company makes sales. If you don't drive that engine to convert whatever you're doing, your products and services into paying customers, you don't eat, you don't make any money, you don't have any income. And so um, that also is another big, big element that you need to assess. Are you okay with the risk? You know, are you okay with being able to shoulder that and being able to handle that? And then another element of it that doesn't get talked about very much is the loneliness side of it. And this, again, really comes back more to sort of the solopreneur, you know, home office business person, more so than somebody who's starting like a big company. I mean, if you were investing a lot or, you know, something to, to that effect, you have eight partners and you're all going in it together, it's less so because you're all in it together. But for, but for a solo entrepreneur, for somebody who's going to be starting something on their own, there's an element of loneliness to it because you can get involved in groups and you can get involved in other, you know, whatever, like mentoring um, sort of organizations and things like that. And you could hire staff, but ultimately nobody understands your business like you do. And nobody has the same 
pressures and the same stake in the outcome than you do. Again, unless you have partners. And there can be a, a real element of loneliness to that if you don't have a robust social life or you don't have time for it. And then, of course, there's the obvious time, time you know, uh, draw or time requirement for a commitment from you. In a typical job, you may have busy seasons and you may have slow seasons, but you get a vacation every you know year or whatever that keeps growing over the years. You get sick days, all that stuff adds up. And for the most part, you have a start and an end to your job. You know, even if it isn't on a daily basis, even if sometimes you work long hours, you then probably get a few days off. When you have a business, your business is on your back 24 seven. When you go to bed at night, it can be the last thing you think about. When you wake up in the morning, it can be the first thing you think about. Even if it's going really well, it's something that's always with you, it's always present, it's always on your mind. There is no such thing as punching out. Even if you go on vacations, and you can enjoy your vacations, it isn't like you can't enjoy it, but you are thinking about your business. And so what it really comes down to, um, yeah, I'm not trying to scare you off about entrepreneurship, but I'm trying to be realistic because I know a lot of people focus on the pie in the sky. And so I will talk about that for a minute as well. You know, one of the parts of, about it that's really awesome is the fact that because you have flexibility in your schedule, you have the ability to do things that you might not otherwise be able to do. I was able to chaperone field trips for my kids. I was able to coach their youth sports. I was able to drive them to their games. I never missed, you know, games for my kids. They're, you know, in, for the most part, their entire youth, unless we had a conflict with two of them playing at the same time because I have the flexibility that I can work around that. You know, I have the ability to go grab some groceries in the afternoon and cook dinner that night if I want to do that. You know, I have the flexibility, you know, in a way where I can do things the way I want. When things are going really well, I can work a lot less than someone who's working an hourly paid job and make a lot more. And so I was able to afford you know, taking my family on really nice vacations and able to afford to send my kid to college and stuff like that. And so those things are really valuable benefits, no doubt, you know. Um, and again, I don't have to answer to anybody, you know. So if I don't agree with what my boss says or whatever, there's no such thing. So all of those things are real benefits and they do exist. And you build a legacy. So if you build something that will endure, if you build something that, you know, can live on beyond you, then you actually have built something that can can be a legacy more so than just, oh, I worked at XYZ company for 40 years and I got a gold watch. And so there are all those benefits too. But the most important thing, and this is really what I'm getting at with all of it, is that you have to assess for yourself your level of passion. And... Um, I'll, I'll sort of illustrate this with a, a job that I had because I worked in the corporate world for a few years as well. And I remember the moment that I realized the job that I was in was not the right job for me. I wasn't totally sold I needed to start my own business, but I knew it wasn't the right job. And it was, I came in the morning to, uh, I was working in staffing and my boss was there and she was the, you know, the owner of the company and she came in. And she was just brimming over with excitement. She had been on a call late night with this person and she was so passionate about getting them into this new job. 
And I just remember feeling the enthusiasm and the passion just oozing out of her talking about this. And I was thinking to myself at that moment, I recognized that while I had all the physical tools to be good at that job, I didn't have that passion. I didn't care that much. I didn't love it. You know, for me, it was just a job. It paid the bills, whatever. She loved it. And I was like, wow, you know, so if she was a competitor, that's who I'd be competing against. And that's what I recognized. The most important thing, whether you have a job or whether you have a business, there's no right or wrong to it. What's right or wrong is whether, where you get your source of passion from. For me, I don't have a problem going to bed at night thinking about it, waking up thinking about it. I have plenty of time in my day for my family, friends, everything else. It isn't like it's the only thing I think about, but I enjoy it. I really love what I do. So it isn't work for me. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, sort of grit my teeth when I feel like, oh, I got a busy day today. I get excited because the stuff that I do, not everything, but most of the stuff that I do, I really love. And so that for me is really sort of the litmus test. You know, if, if you love it, if it sort of oozes from you that you want to be an entrepreneur, I was like that when I was a little kid. I had lemonade stands. I made chestnut necklaces and sold them door to door. You know, I always was trying to think of ways to make money. I had like a network marketing business in college. I got out of college, my first job, you know, I worked for six months and then I left to start my own business. You know, it failed after a few years, but I, you know, then worked in the corporate world for a while and I came back to this again because it was sort of in my blood. And so, you know, the right reasons to start your own business are that it's a passion that you have and you really want to do it. The wrong reason is to escape a dead end job that you don't like or because your friends told you you should do it or because you saw some entrepreneur you know that has this wonderful life and boats every weekend and stuff like that. If they put in 20 years, they probably earned it. And so it is going to be a thing where you have good days and bad days. It is going to be a thing that is going to take a lot of your time, a lot of your energy. It is going to give you nightmares and worries sometimes. And it's also going to give you feelings of great pride and joy and enthusiasm and rewarding you know, rewarding in ways that are hard to even quantify. So you just have to do your own soul searching and decide, do you have that passion? Is it something that even after a bad day, you get up the next day with the gloves on ready to fight again? Or do you feel like, oh, I wish I could just quit. If I never started this thing, I'd just quit. You know, then it might not be the right thing for you. And so that's the question that you really want to answer where your passion lies, and then follow your passion. Don't follow the money. And that will always steer you in the right direction. As always, until next time, no matter what it is you want to accomplish in your business and your life, don't compromise. Optimize.